This episode is released in support of the movie The Sound of Freedom, showing in cinemas through September in the UK. It's a difficult film to watch on a horrendous subject. It has been blocked and suppressed by all mainstream media, distributors, theatres, advertisers and Hollywood. It tells the true story of one man's mission to rescue a victim of child sex trafficking. Two million children go missing every year and child sex trafficking is the fastest growing and most lucrative crime in the world today. Going to see this film in the cinema is a step every one of you can take to support the fight against child trafficking with ticket sales. To start a conversation that we need to have as a species and to tell the sick, corrupted and rotten establishment who desperately want to bury this film, God's children are not for sale. We are many. We are waking up and we are fucking coming for you. You want to be around people that are doing things, like just mm. doing things, just doing new things. I don't want to be stuck around people who are just static, just not mm. progressing, not trying things. I don't want to be on my deathbed saying, oh, I wish I'd done this or I wish we'll try it out. And we, you know, that day we said, hey, it'd be a mad idea to do this. Let's try it out. And yeah, I would have never done it if you hadn't a, like said, let's do this. Really? I would never let's have do done it. it on my own. I, I, really? I thought of do, doing it so many times, but as we've talked about many times on the podcast, from having like anxiety and mm. this and that, I was like, um, there's no way I'm going to commit to this and then I'm going to have three weeks where I don't want to talk to anyone and I'm mm. struggling to go to work and I'm going to be fucking doing a podcast. But I was like, well, if I've got someone else who's a co-host, <laughs> I'm having a bad week, yeah. he can come it's in and do It's a safety blanket, isn't it? Well, no, it's not. We still got time. We got plenty of time, time, right? So, one, one of the things I always know is, what, what would you say was your least favorite podcast episode? Without naming it, like why? That's a difficult one because you don't want to diss someone who came I've, on I've, it. But... There is a few I've gone. I've loved oh, them all. Maybe Ben should go first. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> well, no, because it, it's like <laughs> it's like who's your least favorite child without naming them? The boy one, the girl. Uh, no, it, it's it's more to be more accurate. It's like. Which ex- highly experienced jujitsu <laughs> do you want to call out? And I've say liked all. Shit? Uh, obviously, I liked all the jujitsu ones. Of course, because they will fuck I've you text, up otherwise. Um, not text. Would you call it on social media? I've gone. Can you get that person back on? Because yeah. I just, I just soak it up like a sponge. I'm like, I love hearing people's backstories, how they got into it, yeah, why, yeah. what they were stuck at a certain belt, and again, something I took from Sandeep's one. He said, "Kev, who you recently had on mm. again." Uh, not on again, recently had on. He said, Kev was keeping me at, it was like purple or brown, brown belt. Yeah, yeah, brown yeah. belt. And he said, I'd won this, I'd won this, I'd won this. Um, maybe he hadn't won something. And he kept me at it. And I was thinking, why aren't you going to promote me? And then he won a few more things. And it made sense to me because he said, he would have robbed me of those experiences. If he'd just promoted him and gone, yeah, you've won one comp order. There's your black belt or whatever. He then wouldn't, he would never have won it's like that sliding doors moment, isn't it? You never would have won the British or the English or the Euros, whatever it was. You would have robbed him of the experiences. Yeah, and I went, yeah. oh, that makes sense. Mm. So I love all the jiu-jitsu ones. Jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu. <laughs> I think, well, I, I, I don't have any least favourite ones. It's really difficult for you to... No, no, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't, because like what I was saying to you before, I, the, the thing that I... That I the experience that I've had so far on the podcast is is 
there's there's two or three things to it. One is that I'm just really happy I'm doing it. Mm. I I enjoy you doing enjoy it. The I, I enjoy making them. I enjoy editing them. I enjoy releasing them. I enjoy doing the artwork for them. Like I, I love doing it. I really appreciate the fact that Tom's got the studio that's easy for me to get to. You know, mm. everything kind of clicked into place yeah, to make yeah. more or less every single person who's come up here has walked in and gone like, "Oh, you've got proper studio. Proper, yeah. Oh, this yeah. is oh, this yeah. is nice. Oh, the guitars and this and that." So it's kind of. I, I I love I love bringing people in and 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 talking and to impressed. them. And they're impressed, and you're like, yeah, they think they're amateurs, yeah. bro. I've got a question I, for you. I I I um, yeah, well, I I have really appreciated everyone who's come in because they get in their car or they get on a train or yeah. they get an Uber or whatever to come up here and give me two three hours of their time plus their travel and talk about their stuff. And then go again without asking for anything in return. Mm. You know, just come in and and and, and talk, mm. which it, which I, I'm really grateful for. And like I was saying to you before, everyone who's come in, I have learned at least one thing from that mm. conversation. Sometimes mm, yeah. two or three things. Sometimes ten or twenty things, and sometimes like incredibly profound things, mind blowing stuff. Yep. Yeah, mm. like the, 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 there's, and there's, there's been a few things that have been really quite kind of, you know, profound is the word. But the, 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 the most, um, kind of reality changing thing was what Krishna said about the charity and energy and giving stuff and whatever. Mm. Just like completely. You know when it just like unlocks a puzzle that's always just yeah, been there in the background. And you're like, oh mm. wow, okay, that mm. this like, all makes sense now. Where she was saying that, um, you know, energy is always in a state of flux, and it's always moving from different states, from you to someone else, to the chair, to the table, to mm. whatever. It's hot, it's cold, it's light, it's dark. It's all energy, and it's always moving. So everything that you think you have your body your money your house your family your you don't have it's not yours no. it's just energy it just happens to be in some kind of proximity to you at this time in wherever we are in whatever time is it just happens to be near you and you have some kind of access to it or relationship to it and so you you have to give some of that away because it facilitates the the flow of energy which is what the universe wants it wants that energy to be moving and changing yeah. and going here and going there and doing this and doing that and starting things and making things better and changing things and the more you give the more you are tune yourself in with the universe because it it wants the energy to flow and this kind of completely unlocked my understanding of you know like the secret and the law of attraction i was always like okay so you be grateful and then you every morning you say i'm grateful for my flat and i'm grateful for my job and then you you give five pounds to someone to buy a sandwich who you don't need to give to and blah blah blah, blah. but i didn't i didn't really understand why i was like okay i get it these are the five things you do every day and that allows you to manifest things but if you don't understand like why you're doing it 
then it doesn't really work because you, you, your intention is not correct because you don't know what your intention is. Yeah. And that, that, that changed my whole life. It hasn't necessarily made me do anything different because I kind of tried to do that anyway, be grateful and mm. you know give things to people without really <clears throat> taking responsibility for them. You know, like I, I, I'd always had this thing in my head that if you give money to charity and you tell even one person, it cancels it out. But mm. I didn't know why. And then she explained why. Because you are taking credit for something that you didn't do because it's not yours to give. And if you take credit for it, rather than giving something, you're actually taking something. You're absorbing some energy that wasn't yours and saying, look what I did mm. for something that you didn't do. So and and it, the the whole thing just kind of suddenly just opened Same my mind. Place, yeah. that, 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 yeah. that, I think in the whole year that's been the most kind of profound thing. And the second one was uh, Beth, the energy healer woman that I had, just talking about energy flow and intention and being able to affect energy fields and change people's physiology just by the intention for it to be different which kind of fits in with what right, Krishna yeah, was yeah. talking about, you know, they, these kinds of things together. And these are the things at the moment that I'm really kind of on my journey. That's, that's really where my interest is, is this just, you know, it's, it fascinates me. Mm. But yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't have a worse one. I, like I said to you, I've had one that I have only yeah, one that yeah. I haven't released. Maybe I'll release at some point. Um, so, so I guess you could say that was the worst one, but only because I think it wouldn't be enjoyable to listen to because mm. it was too chaotic. Yeah, and I now we've to developed to that one. <laughs> I want to I'll send it to. Yeah. I'll send it and, to. And I think we've developed this kind of theme over time, a sort of recurrent theme or whatever it is, a common thread. And then, yeah, there's certain ones where in the early days where we were kind of trying to find the the right balance or you know what is going to be the theme or the the you know the, the common thread. I think it was before that time, before we really settled on something, right? And then it's, it just wasn't. If it is the one that I'm thinking of, yeah, um, what? Well, there's one that we didn't release. Yes, right. right. Mm. So yeah. with it's the special whiskey evolved, glass, though, isn't it? What's interesting about the podcast is it's it's a, I guess maybe you didn't weren't aware of what direction it would take, and it's kind of yeah. sort of happened organically. Sometimes it's about jujitsu. Sometimes it's about energy healing, and sometimes it's about psilocybin or whatever. Well, speaking of which, actually. Um, that's something I've got out of the podcast. Is A, I got some cream from Rob, not directly from Rob, but through a proxy. Oh, here he is, <laughs> your proxy. Um, Shout out um, to Rob. So I got some THC cream or whatever it is, cannabis cream. And then I also, through Daz, got the, am I allowed to mention this on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. The psilocybin chocolates, the microdosing. Um, Did it work? So, Did you try it? I've done quite a lot. I said this to Jason earlier because it's a micro dose. You don't really right, right. feel it. It's like me giving you a vitamin C right. tablet. Go. Do you feel any better? Does oh, your immune right. system feel better? You can't really tell. So um, I, I've taken slightly stronger ones and felt like a mild effect. But I've got a lot of experience with mm. psilocybin mushrooms and LSD. So I sort of know what changes I should be experiencing in my body. But I had a question for you. What was? Yeah, it? I was going to say you had the question. Yeah. Oh, I know. I like being asked questions. Um, obviously, I like the sound of my own voice. Yeah, yeah. You always have it to ask the question. So I've I've got a lot out of the, out of the podcast in the last two months. Not only as a, as a listener enjoying it, I've actually gone. Oh, do you know what? I might try this, or I might try that, or I think no, she's back crazy, or he's fucking absolute fucking lean. I don't believe that, but they're always interesting to listen to. My question was the 
Who writes the theme tune? I sing the theme tune. I write the theme tune. You know the theme tune? Yeah. Um, my, my friend Will. I thought it was your friend who I think... He was on. Podcast. He's been on twice. So my question to you, because I thought that was the answer, but my real question to you is, where can you get that? Because we get a snippet of it. And you like And it, I right? love it. It's I love the fucking tune. lyrics. Where he goes like, I'm running around in my brain and all this shit. And I'm like, this is a fucking awesome track. And I want the whole we went, track. <laughs> but, but hold on. But we went through, like, remember right at the beginning, Jace, when we first did, like, the very first one, and we went through all these, like, you know, royalty-free music and this and that yeah. and all this stuff. And I was like, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And he's like, nah, nah, nah. What do you think? We went through all these different ones yeah. and they were all, like, yeah. kind of a bit meh. Yeah. And then one day, Jason just goes, this is this one. I've got Will to do it. And it was Will, right? And he goes, uh, this is this. And I was just like, yeah, he one. said to Did me you straight away. Like, no, no, no. I, oh, it just fitted. So, so yeah. I had him on the podcast. So he's been, he came on twice actually, um, and he's a he's a very he's an incredible violinist. Oh, he's a violinist. He's an yes. incredible yeah, yeah, yeah. violinist. I, I think I'll, I'll put it in the show notes, but I think it's Will Elaine music on Instagram. Black Facebook. guy with the dreadlocks. Yeah. Yes. I think yeah, it's yeah. Will Elaine music. Um, but I'll, I'll link to him in the show notes. Um, but uh, he's a he's a he's got a little mini studio in his shed in his garden, and he's a right. music producer as well. Did an amazing job. Yeah, and he's got various tracks over the years that he's kind of produced. Yeah, I guess is the word. Yeah. And and obviously, like when I was thinking about theme tune, I was like, let me ask Will, right? Because he's he's the most music person I know. Let me ask him about some some music stuff. And I think he sent me a couple, right? And then I and then I, I sent to Smith, listen to this one, listen to this one. And, and I gotta I gotta I gotta admit that one I wasn't a hundred percent on it when I heard it. And I sent I sent a couple to Smith and then he said to me, This Trust one. The one man. And then I played it to Gosha yeah. and she's like, That's really cool. She doesn't really like rap music. She's like, That's really cool. But I love it. I love yeah. it. I yeah. love and, it. Because you know, um when you listen to a podcast a lot and they put their little jingle in five, ten second yeah. intro and outro music and you know it so well yes so you sing it or like Joe Rogan podcast check it out train all day you know because you hear it all the time and when that comes on at the end you go okay guys right we're wrapping that up I just want to say thank you to Smith for looking so sexy and bald uh, and then he goes rap is such a good band and I love <laughs> yeah. it and I'm like where can I get the fucking track where it comes I'll I'll, 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 I'll link it in the show notes and I'll send you a link cool, uh, anyway cool. but yeah he's got the whole track because I'd love to have that on my playlist yeah, 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 yeah. I, want, I want the whole track it's just not, good, just, yeah, it's just, not just five tune. seconds yeah. oh he's so talented yeah, yeah he's, he's, so good. he's he's an amazing amazing human he is so yeah least favourite I'm not going to name my least favourite but um no, why don't you tell us, but why was it not your favorite? So rather than naming why, without getting too specific. I felt like that the, the specific people or persons, they just weren't explaining right. uh, things well or they were contradicting themselves while they were talking about something um, or there was a wishy-washy answer. So right. say, I don't know, let's take, let's say it was... Uh, you were asking a question, like, how can I heal someone with this guitar? And they're like, well, I just sort of pluck the strings and they have vibrations and the vibrations um, send off like a positive energy. And you're like, yeah, but how, how does that actually happen in the body? Well, because I, the, because I hit the strings and there's like a vibration and it goes through the air and, and, it, and the, there's, you know, sound waves and they penetrate your soul and they make you happier because they're, they're full of tiny microscopic hearts. They're about... <laughs> 
about this big if you look at them under a microscope and then those hearts explode and they turn to um, flowers and you're like okay but you kept asking them questions and then they were just not really giving an answer right and yeah, then yeah. you'd say you might challenge them on something and then they would then contradict themselves and basically give the answer you have you go isn't it more like blah 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 Ooh, and they go it. no and then quote exactly what you said you know, you know the thing, I, mean? I mean these are bad examples but it's i think it's when people just haven't had they haven't had the sort of I, 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 to, I tell you i tell you what's, what's difficult is that like i said on the one hand you're you're asking people to give up their time and come mm. in and talk to you so mm. on on the one hand you want to allow people to just be themselves and talk about you know their stuff in the way they want to talk about it but on the other hand everyone who listens to it is giving up two hours of their time to listen to it so it must have value and it must you must get to the end of it and feel like your jujitsu, mm. right mm -hmm. you give up an hour and you get to the end of it and you go oh i feel better i got something out of that so mm. on the one hand I'm, I'm always trying to be like considerate yes to the to the yeah. guest that comes in but i'm also trying to be considerate to the audience mm. so mm. it's kind of a little bit of a balance to try to sometimes to lead people to give a little bit more information mm. or a little bit more explanation or mm. just double check on something that they said or whatever. Well, mm. And that, well, comes from, that comes from experience. Because I, yeah. I, I remember telling you once, I said, bro, this is the best ever. The way you drew out the answers from that person was really mm. good. And I think you, were, you weren't talking like, there was just like this massive, I just seen this step improvement. I said, did you read like, did you read up some stuff on tips on interviewing or something? Because it was just so good. I, th I think, you know, yeah, hopefully, like, like with anything else, right, when you just keep doing it and keep doing it, because mm, the thing yeah. is, I listen to them back and then mm. I listen to all the bits where mm, there's a bit of a silence or whether mm. they, they said something and I didn't listen properly. Uh, in fact, I, 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 need to, I need to just mention this because this one will come out the I think the week before the one I did with the guys, this was what I was going to say to you earlier, but I said I'll save it. I had the guys on from the Better Than Average oh, podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're hilarious. I had them on from the Better Than Average podcast. If you want another podcast to listen to, it comes out every Friday at 5 a.m. It's a, like a jujitsu banter oh, is it one. It's jujitsu oh, bants. They're just cussing each other and talk, and it's they record the week before. So it's very topical. Right, they yeah, were recent yeah. one they're talking date, about. Yeah. Uh, Fionn Davis, her fight. So it's mm. kind of up to mm -hmm. date because mm -hmm. they, they do them a week early. Jay and Chris, I fucking introduced their podcast as the above average podcast. <laughs> I started off the whole thing by saying, because their episode one, they were talking about whether one of them wanted to call it the above, the, the better than average podcast. And one of them wanted to call it better than average podcast. So I did my little introduction. <laughs> I've got Chris and Jay in from the controversial above average podcast and then i did this whole little introduction it's hilarious it comes out on a friday uh, jay's a purple belt chris is a brown belt blah they train at uh, you know milton Keynes, whatever blah 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 and then welcome to the podcast and then chris is like really kind of chilled and whatever and jay like you'll see when you when you listen to it jay's an ex-paratrooper and he's a little bit of a like. Do you remember Trojan? Yeah, yeah. He's. A, I think I, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make this even worse. I think he's Filipino, Jay, and I think Trojan was as well. I think he he's like him. another. He's like another Trojan. He's like a just a machine. Same. He's just like fucking go 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 go. And um, so I said, "Welcome to the podcast." And he's like, um, "I just want to make a little correction here." 
You'll hear it next week. If you're listening to this, you're going to hear this next week, the awkwardness. Um, <laughs> it's the better than average podcast. <laughs> and I was like, well, oh, I'll be the judge. Man, I'll, I'll be the judge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucked that right up. And I wanted to, you know, like when you explain something, it makes it worse. Yeah, so I was just yeah. like, cool, I fucked, uh, I fucked it up. Because yeah, yeah. what, what I wanted to talk a little bit about was like this, the difference between perception and like what you actually see, yeah. like what you see and what you think you see. Because mm. above average is a, is a, is a phrase, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas better than average is yeah, not a phrase. Yeah. So even though I've listened to a few episodes and I've seen their, their Insta and, what, and I follow it and everything, and I see that it's better mm. than average, but in my head it's yeah, above yeah, average. Yeah. Mm. And I literally wrote my whole thing on my laptop as above average. Um, so if you're listening to this, Guys, Chris and Jay, and <laughs> another apology. 80% or 80 IQ. We try to give 100%. Another <laughs> apology as to as to butchering the name of your podcast, better than average podcast. So yeah, but go and listen to it. It's, How long has it been going? It's good. They're they're on. They're probably on 28 now. They oh, were so not as many as you. They're about six months in. Okay. Um, but they are. It's it's funny. I think their podcast is what me and Smith thought this one would be when we started. Mm. It's mostly just them two, just sort of talking shit to each other mm. and jokes. And they w went to the cinema and saw something and da da da. <laughs> this, that, and the other. But it's good. It's it's a Sounds really good show. Link, funny story that linking the link in the above bar. average. <laughs> well, it's the cinema better than average. Better than average. <laughs> better than average. <laughs> That's link in the bio? Mean. There'll be a link in the bio? There'll be, oh, there's definitely a link in the bio, yeah. Like and I, and I, I share them on my Insta stories because yeah. I've... There's a lot of that. There's a, na there's a name for that, though, isn't there, when people get... Yeah, it's called fucking shit up. Yeah, it's like butchering. people... Like, like butchering. Quote, quote stuff like Pranagan, Sam, or Houston, we have a problem, and... and, uh, and uh, there's, there's yeah. loads, aren't there? Whatever <laughs> the name is, that's what I did. That's what it yeah. is. That's what I did. Did. Yeah, I remember somebody sort of saying... Texas, we have a problem. We're like, no, no, dude, it's Houston. But apparently it's not, it's not Houston, we have a problem. It's just, we have a problem. Oh, like that's that. the man, man, Mandela that's effect. That's it, Mandela effect. Yeah, Mandela yeah, effect. Yeah. Um, so I, I have got, I, I've liked, to be fair, I've liked all the podcasts. It's just sometimes you're, it's the same with Joe Rogan. Sometimes you, or whoever, you listen and you go, oh, just spit it out. You're not getting yeah. it. I will always take a comparison to Joe Rogan. But you've got very <laughs> good, um, like Smith said, uh, um, a, at listening um, and not interrupting them when they're in the flow. And then with a follow-up question that leads on, not rather than, I'll just, I listen to some podcasters um, and it's very formulaic. They they ask certain questions and you're not, because I've listened to them yeah, week in, yeah, week yeah, out, yeah. I know that what's coming next, I know what's coming next. And then halfway through the podcast, they play a silly game and then they get back to it. And then it's always like, what, what are your plans for the next 12 months? What, what have you got? And you, I, it's so formulaic. Um, but sometimes the guests are great. I'm not sure about the host all the, all the time, this particular podcast I've got in my head. The, the guests are what make it. But yours um, and, and people like Joe Rogan, there is, maybe there is a formula there, but it always just feels more like a natural conversation. You're trying to get to know them. So obviously you want to go, Hey, where did you grow up? What did you do? What what led you into this? Why do you believe ghosts exist? Um, and then you get to that point, and then you go. So, have you seen a ghost? Or you, you know, I think the thing is, like you, it's it's like when you watch UFC against if you watch some other cage fight, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. The reason, all right, UFC obviously is top level guys, but the reason it's good is because they do all the build up, and you get to know yeah. them. 
countdown, this and that, yeah. embedded. Oh, look at their family. Oh, mm -hmm. this guy's mum, she's yeah, in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. That You're invested in it, right? So for me, if I bring someone in, you have to have a bit of a backstory. Like I want to know. Yeah. I want to know why yeah. do I want to ask you the question yeah. I want to ask you because I want to know who you are, first yeah. of all, like as a, as a person, like what your experiences that you've had, how does that shape you as a person? And then I can ask about your jiu-jitsu or what, why, mm. why you don't drill anymore and you only mm. spar web. It makes more sense mm. if you've, if you've got a backstory, but you know, you know, the thing as well that it's, that it, I think is really important and that I, I kind of, I kind of think I understood already, but again, you get better at, at actually applying it over time. So I used to do, uh, I used to make some short films and I used to obviously read like a few little screenwriting books mm -hmm. and blogs and whatever. And one of the things that, that comes up over and over is that you have to kill your babies. So mm. quite often when yeah. you have a project of some description, you're either you're writing a script or you shoot something or when you're editing or whatever, there's a bit in there where you think this line of dialogue is so good. Yes. It's yeah. so good. This is like amazing. And then either when you're right going through the script again or when you actually shoot it or when you come to edit it, you realize it doesn't fit. Yeah, it's yeah. a brilliant line of dialogue, yeah. but it doesn't it's fit. Difficult to sacrifice those babies, but you have to get rid of mm. it. And it's the and 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 it's really a little bit heartbreaking because mm. you'd have like I've had like shots that I've that I've got that no one will ever see, and mm. they're beautiful, mm. or a line of dialogue that no one will ever hear, and it's excellent. Mm. And it's kind of a similar thing when you when you're talking to someone when you're actually having a proper conversation rather than waiting for them to finish speaking so you can speak when you're actually having a proper conversation and, it, and it, it happens to me like on the fly so someone will say something and i'll think oh i need to ask them about that mm. but then they'll keep talking mm. and they'll get onto something else and mm. i'm like Can i can't ask them yeah about that because it now i, I need to be invested in what they yeah. just said, said yeah. and yep. follow on from there yeah. so it you need some discipline because you need to you know, I'm I'm always in my head. I'm always thinking that I'm talking to 100, 200, 500, 1,000, 2,000 people who are going to listen to this. Yeah. It's not just me and that person. It's, it's the audience as well. So I'm just trying to keep a flow and keep it natural and keep it interesting and keep it... If I was sitting in here what would I ask next? Yeah. Rather than, well, what I really wanted to yeah, ask was yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Well, whoever else is listening doesn't care what I was going to ask. They kind of more like, if I was sitting yeah. there, what would I probably I think ask? That, I think actually that probably, I could be wrong, but it's because you have been sitting listening to podcasts and you're like, oh, why doesn't he ask yeah. them that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've, you've gained experience actually also from, from listening. listening. From oh, I'm just, I, I mean, everything I'm doing is just copied from mainly from Rogan. I mm. think Rogan for me is the master of just like naturalistic, genuine, honest, no agenda. Just let's just sit down and have a chat like you do when you're like, you remember, um, which comes back to my 80s CD, uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah. I mean, that film was about them just sitting down, being stuck in that place, which comes back to our shitty jobs when we're 15 years old. <laughs> You're stuck in detention and you just got to actually talk to someone and get to know them. 
Yeah. You know, so Breakfast Club is kind of like that's the that's that's like Joe Rogan's kind of model for what he's doing is like, yeah. let's just find out about each other, yeah. which we don't really do anymore because everything is like well, on social it, media exactly, and too exactly. quick and there's too much other stuff going on. But but you, but who sit, who sits down with someone who they don't know that well and has a two hour conversation? When you had Rob Connor on as an example, I know Rob. I've known Rob for seven years. Um, we talk about our kids, and he, he might. A few years ago, he was doing some running, and I was, I was doing some running. We would talk about what music we listen to when we run, all these things. But I never knew that he used to train at Roger Gracie's Academy. I didn't know this. I didn't. You got all that out in two hours, and I'm like, I've known the guy for seven years. <laughs> You've got yeah. more out in seven in two hours than I have in seven. You years. find out a lot about people. Yeah, because not people don't sit down and talk for two hours with people they don't know that well because you're at a place to do something. Yep. You're, at, you're at work to work and then you might have a lunch break, but you, are you going to talk to someone on your lunch break for a whole hour because you want your lunch break? Uh, or if I go to jiu-jitsu, I'm going to train. I might talk, I mean, I do talk a lot after training, but it's usually about jiu-jitsu. It might be 20 minutes, half an hour, hour, and then you're off. So you don't just go to a random stranger in a park and go, hey, I'd like to talk to you for two hours and get to know your backstory. Not only that, but I think the other element is also from the other side that it's very rare for somebody to listen to you and genuinely ask you, Mm, tell me about your life. You know, why do you even go therapy? It's a stranger listening to you, but you don't care. You just want someone to listen to you. Even you're if you're not coming back, this is your pressure. homeless guy, right? He's a yeah, shelter yeah. guy. You just want, yeah. you just want someone. I mean, to listen e- to everybody. Well, it's the, the 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 common analogy is someone shows you your old school class photo. What's the first thing you do? Excuse Where me. am I? Yeah, yeah. I want to see myself. Well, what happened right? to us both recently? Yeah. Well, I was, my daughter went, "That's you, bloody and I went, "Is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Never you, mind that. I and mean, then I saw the fat guy. Went, "Where's Janet Dawson? <laughs> oh, there she is. Well, she's still fat. But 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 even you know, look, we take you know, we have this culturally, right? We always take photos of all our training sessions. First thing you do, where am I? Where am I? Where am I? Where I, am I? recently, I say recently, actually yesterday, uh, on Facebook, it said, hey, you might be interested in joining this group. And it was a group from my secondary school. And it was like the class of 69, the class of 72. And I went, <laughs> scroll through, found my year. They'd taken, a, obviously, there was hundreds of kids. Well, no, actually, there wasn't. There was only 400 kids in my whole school, but maybe 100 kids in this photo. So it had been split into four pictures. So I'm the, <laughs> exactly what you said. Half the kids also, I was like, I don't remember any of these kids. I don't recognise them. But I was going, no, no, no. Is that me? No. Is that me? No. Got to the fourth one. There's me. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I found myself, I was happy. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, I'm not joining the group. But Fuck it's, you. <laughs> it's the same thing, you know, in terms of like having conversations with people, right? You know, it, it's, I think for, well, I think for anyone who says, yes, I'll come on, it's nice for someone to ask them about their life and their story and it, and it's recorded and it's there because you sometimes have great conversations and you think, fuck, man, it would be nice if, if someone else could hear that or that could yeah. stay, you know, somewhere. Yeah. But it's not. You have it and it goes and it just goes into the ether and it will, it will never come back. So I think it's, it's a nice thing to, to try to have some good conversations and keep them there for whoever ever wants to listen to them. Mm. As long as I keep paying my $19 a month, mm. well, YouTube's free, but you yeah. know, they'll, they'll, they'll be there. Mm. Um, forever. Yeah, forever. Hopefully. And and I think as well, you know, in a sort of like a increasingly um, competitive 
social media environment where everyone's, you know, putting thousands or millions or billions of dollars into getting eyeballs and getting attention onto their thing, you can have incredibly, well, everyone's incredibly interesting, but you, you know, you can have interesting people on who've achieved cool shit and done cool shit and have got loads of good knowledge and no one's ever going to ask them. No. And they're going to kind of be that guy who, like, for example, like Rob Connor, right? I, I, I don't think Rob Connor's someone who's like, he's walking around saying no one ever pats me on the back for what I've done. But still, you know, he's got loads of really cool jujitsu experience, loads of coaching experience. Mm -hmm. He's obviously like quite a deep thinker. He's quite analytical. He's, he's smart, successful he's in his smart. private life, all of this kind of stuff. But he's never going to be in the conversation of, oh, who are the, who are the five jujitsu guys in Europe who you like the most? He ain't in that conversation. Mm. He ain't in the 10, he ain't in the 20, he ain't in the 50, and he ain't in the 500. But at least on the podcast, he can have a platform mm. to push some wisdom out. Same mm. with Sandeep, same with Seymour, same with Graham who's going to be on, same with everyone I've had on. He's been on. Oh, has he? Released oh, next week. So again, that would be interesting. Right? Who, who you can then go, oh, I can, I can go and find out all about Rob Connor mm. because he, he took the time to come on. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just a, I think it's just a really nice medium to, to give a platform to people to, as much as they want, tell their story and it's there. I'd like to know more about Smith, but he's secretive. Yeah, there's, there's no, I mean, it's not so much that. It's just um, obviously like, you know, I work in financial services and, you know, um, you know, talking to the media, you're not really, you're not really allowed to and it causes yeah, all kinds of nothing, issues. Yeah, but there's nothing to stop. Like, I don't know what your, I actually have got tiny, tiny little vignettes of your youth because you're like, oh, I got on my bike and I had this little part-time job and I was going to do, but they're just these tiny little vignettes. So I'm like, what was your childhood like? What was school like growing up in the, wherever you lived in the 90s, 80s, 90s? What were your first jobs? What did you go off to uni to do? You know, I, I don't really know your backstory. Mm. I know more of Jason's because obviously I listen to Jason week in, week out, and he'll say, yeah, when I was 18, I did this, or when I had, I got the, this motorbike and I did this, or and then I did Kung Fu, Kung Fu, whatever it is. Uh, and then I was making short Kung films. Uh, and then I was doing this. I hear, it's like Joe Rogan. I bet yeah. you I bet you could tell me 10 facts about Joe Rogan or tell me five stories, five minute stories about Joe Rogan because we all know him because we've heard him for years. Oh, you know what? Let so me, I know you better than I know you. Let me, let, me just, same let, me, let me just quickly interject this. So, so actually, and this is quite good coming up to like the one year. I I had I went to Jolie, shout out to Jolie, that was a wicked podcast, um, to her birthday and someone I saw some pictures, yeah. Someone recognized me from the <laughs> podcast and came over to say, no, no. Hey bro, I listened to all your shows and I was like, I am Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> so you did you kiss the chain. Yeah. Kiss and chain. and I went to the Adam Gosha's going to kill me. Yeah, Wozinski. Uh, I didn't know you were doing... Where was that? I was again. I was so fucking jealous. Was, uh, fight, fight I was zone, so fight, jealous. Fight, fight, I've got Adam, Adam Wozinski. I've got his instructions. Go. 
No, I need to go to the washroom. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I go need to go to the toilet as well. I, yeah. I need to go toilet. to it. Go on, go. It's, we... You know where it is in the house. In the house yeah, yeah just go, go in that door and go. Nah, just just go straight through. I mean, I obviously, I'm we'll gonna pause that camera you. that you're leaning on. I need you to show me where the toilet is, though. Yeah, no. It's, it's straight Shall I go through. with him? Yeah, go on, go with okay. him. I'll just talk. So what was I talking about? Adam Varzinski. Yeah, so... so It's all right, I'll just tell everyone else. And then I'll go to Lou when you come back. So um, we went to the Adam Varzinski seminar in, I think, Fight Zone, London Fight Zone, something like that. And um, I obviously had got my gi, my white gi, all uh, sorted out with patches. I had my back patch and my my shoulder and one on the front and lapel and everything i was i was super pleased with myself and i went with gosha she had all her patches on her gear as well and um someone actually messaged me after the uh seminar and said um oh bro i recognized you on the on the mat from uh, all your patches on your gear um but I, uh, I didn't have time to, to talk to you because I had to catch a train. So that was the first time that I had uh, 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 recognition of myself on the pod. Oh, God. We're, we're back so after a pee break. Man, nothing that, was, that, nothing was crazy. that was brutal. It was like, it was like an episode <laughs> that was of a Endurance. Joe Rogan moment. Well, you know, he goes, I yeah, mean, sorry, Joe, Joe I, I need to I, pee. I've got a pee. He's going, okay, man, oh, yeah, I've got an iron bladder. Yeah, but that's what I, I was like. I'm going to be the professional. I'm going to be right. Even he's broken. I've, I've seen him break a few <laughs> As times. soon I thought I was, I thought I need to go, but I thought I'm, I'm kind of okay. I've had to tough it out. And then as soon as you two got up, I was like, oh, yeah, man, your I'm body gonna... said, there is the option to piss. I need exactly to, yeah, I need right, to yeah. go. Now it's like, got to go. Hey, we had an agreement, man. I was like, literally, I was sweating. I was like, there again. You boys probably probably looking again. He's, uh, he's feeling very hot. Well, I saw you yeah. fidgeting. I was like, yeah. he's and, and you had a sweaty lip. And I went, what the fuck is wrong with him? As soon as you went, guys, I can't stop. He's, he's suddenly not humorous at all. And he's not <laughs> you interested. You distracted. You <laughs> <laughs> kept going you, like. You should have you should have just gone before, right? Because then we could have actually staggered it. <sighs> yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah Carry on no, talking yeah. or something. That was but, bad. Anyway. I can't believe yeah, we we're now all, back. all Okay, I've, I've got another question. One okay. more question. Um, would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? A hundred duck. A hundred duck-sized horses. I'd fight the horse-sized duck. Man, I'd fuck it up. You just kick them like a rugby ball. Yeah, what's a duck going to do? A giant duck? What's it going to do? Flap its wing. Um, Quack at you. That's the question. Whereas a horse is going to kick you, like all these little horses. Oh, hang on a minute. I'm, I'm getting food. Right. There's a hundred... Horses. Duck, duck-sized horses. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'd just kick them like a rugby ball. I'd kick the little ones. Yeah, or one horse-sized No, because that fucker could peck you in half. No, but ducks don't peck. Of course they do. They haven't no, got they teeth. Have no, to they peck. don't peck. They well, don't peck. A mallard doesn't teeth. peck. Does it? Does it not? Yeah. When have, who have you heard that got pecked by a duck? Gerald. <laughs> Gerald Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the front of the Devices Gazette and Herald. He was nearly pecked to death in the cemetery. Uh, by a horse-sized duck. St. James's Cemetery by the Kramer. I'm, I'm debating then whether to keep that question on my, my roster. So at the moment, it's my, my three questions is the, is the snail... Snail one, yeah. the TV Legit. show. TV show, no. Did and you the, give us an answer for the TV? Oh, you said the yeah. news, didn't I'd you? I'd be on the news, because I'd find out what bullshit they're telling us. Mm. What? <laughs> you know what bullshit they're telling you. Everything. Yeah, but I want to know more. Everything's more. I want to know everything. That's why. Silence. I don't think you do learn anything. Man, you got from you got like news. an opportunity. 
to, to be, be in, BA. To be in any <laughs> fucking TV show ever I'd, and I'd, you choose the news. Yeah, but I just can't think of like... Or 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 do I want to be Murdoch in the 18? Like, okay, he's a trollmeister extraordinaire. You could be, man of my own heart, you could be Magnum. You could be you could be in danger mouse. You could be face man out of the A team. You could be in Last of the Summer Wine. You could be in Last of the Summer Wine. You'd be Emmerdale. brilliant you in there. Emmerdale Dildo from Last of the Summer Wine. <laughs> <laughs> Emmerdale. Well, actually, what was it called? What was it called? Campo. What was the old yeah. twit? Compo. Compo. There we go. I should know. I used to work in home for. You could nice be in Hello Hello. Oh, that was really hot French girls. They were one, one of the answers was a stealth one because obviously his wife listens to the podcast. Friends. Oh, yeah, friends. friends would be fun to be in. I mean, look, you know, on, probably within the space of a month, you're going to bang one of them, catch yeah. one of them with their top off. If you're Joey, you can have bang to, quite a lot. Yeah, inspect you, a mole on another one of them. Yeah, but it's kind of like one of these things, like you know, like you look at the sort of pluses and minuses. Like imagine, like. If you chose the news, bro. No, but I'm just saying, like <laughs> Jennifer Aniston, right? News but round. then you have to put up with that f- those plums, like what plums? Matt LeBlanc and Matt LeBlanc. Yeah, and the other guy. Well, you Jerry could you could be one of Chandler. them, right? Yeah, well, you I could, don't watch them, but yeah, you like, could you could replace one of them. Yeah, friends. My missus likes friends. I think it's crap. I, I used to like love it. it back in the day. I loved no. it, but then it was repeated. it's American humor. It's like nothing yeah. beats British humor. It's a whole different kind of humor. I mean, you should know, right? It's I don't know. I don't know what like kind of Chilean humor is like or you Chilean humor. Zimbabwe humor. Red Dwarf. You could have. You could stay in Forty Towers for a month. Oh man! You... Oh, do you know what? <laughs> that question. Can is I just? Not... <laughs> you mentioned Red Dwarf, right? I was a huge Red Dwarf fan back in the nineties when it was out, when it was at its peak. And then a few years went by, and your taste changed, and things date. And I watched it, and I went. This isn't funny. Right, yeah. This is really unfunny. And then about six months ago, a clip appeared on Facebook. So it was something like an some anniversary. It's thirty years since Red Dwarf yeah. or whatever. And there was this. It was quite funny. There was a bit where well, I went through the whole skit because I don't know. But listeners just woken up from cryo freeze or whatever, and everyone's dead. <laughs> everyone's dead. Right? There's these piles of powder, and he's going, and Holly, the computer's going. Uh, he says, he goes. Um, Where's uh, where's where's Marco? And he's going, he's dead, Dave. Everyone's dead. He goes, <laughs> Red Dwarf. He's going, what about Jason? He goes, he's dead, Dave. Everyone's dead. He goes, what? Even Smith? He goes, yeah. Everyone's dead, Dave. Everyone's dead. He's just walking around. He keeps dipping his finger in his fucking powder like it's coke. <laughs> then, and then Rimmer comes along, who's a hologram, and he goes, and they have an interaction, and he goes, what's it like being dead, Rimmer? And he goes. It's like going on holiday with a bunch of Germans. And I don't know why, but that really fucking tickled me. He goes, That was proper like 90s stone. It's like being on holiday with a bunch of Germans. And I went, Actually, maybe my taste has changed again. Maybe this is funny. But no, I wouldn't have been a red dwarf. Are you still sticking with the news? He's sticking with it. Only because I can't think of anything that's. What's equally as boring? Um, The weather. Why don't you be fucking on the weather? Country file. shit. Antiques Roadshow. Do you know Country Fault is like one of the most watched programs in prison, in British in prison? In prison, is yep. it? Country well, I'm going gonna, gonna to put that to the test because obviously, you know, yeah. I work in prison. Yeah, yeah. I'm going ask to ask them. I'm going Apparently to Apparently they love it. Them. Do they? Because yeah, I guess you get to see the out, outdoors right. and... I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. They don't like a, like a David Attenborough, the Blue Planet or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's obviously the bullshit, right? Blue Planet. Why is it Planet? Why is it, it ain't a fucking planet. The blue. Well, it's still it's you, flat. Do you not call it a planet even if it's flat? 
No, it's a plane. Oh. It's Is that why you say planet? Planet. Yeah, planet. Oh, I thought you were just being cool. You're on a plane, <laughs> and then if there's more than one, it would be a planet. Oh, I thought you were just being cool. I thought, you, oh. I thought that's how young people said it nowadays. You know, that's yeah. one of the best lines from a movie. It was a, it was a shit movie. Um, like, don't, don't tell me to be cool. I am cool. <laughs> have, you, have you seen that? Be cool. I think it's John Travolta. It's like a terrible... Mate, yeah. I haven't seen Star Wars, and you're asking me if I've seen some <laughs> yeah, that, third-rate film. It's a terrible movie, but film. it's a great line. Don't tell me to be cool. I am cool. Yeah. <laughs> I've not seen it, but I know of it. Yeah. But I have seen Star Wars what, what over the a thousand times. Uh, um, the duck. Oh. The yeah. the Only the snail one's legit. Yeah. The duck one, yeah. That, I think you should lower the price of the snail. Because for, for like, if you say, oh, 10 million and I'll the snail, if, I, I think everyone's going to say, take the money. No, if it's, you said it's like, 50-50. It's, I'm on a 50-50 no, really? yeah, yeah. I think if you said 10,000 people might be like oh, I can't be asked why are people moving. scared of the snail because they're pussies you'll have to tune in to find out fucking pussies but do they explain why snail? yeah 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 okay. I mean you know people have got interesting a... on another topic I had to get and I'm not exaggerating I was playing on my Xbox late at night a couple of nights ago and I left the windows open and obviously all the moths went oh light I must come to the light I Rachel went you've got to do you realize how many moths are in here? Rachel! <laughs> Rachel! I was like, oh, I was looking around. I, like, I went, maybe about six, six, seven, eight. She went, no. And she went, you've got to get out of the room. I got, and I'm not exaggerating, about 40 fucking moths out of our room. And I didn't get them all. I was like, fuck, I've never seen so many moths come in a fucking room. The worst is mosquitoes. You know when you're on holiday yeah. somewhere yeah, and you, you just, <laughs> oh man. Even, even thinking about the it. The sound, because you can hear it. You're like, fuck off, fuck off. And you spend, I spent the whole night like slapping my head. <laughs> Didn't get it. <laughs> Didn't get it. Bastards. Yeah, fuck it, Mozzie. But Mo, I went, oh, they're sweet. Went, they're not, they're not. I went, they're like butterflies. Yeah, they eat your clothes. Mate. One of them was so, had silver wings, one had yellow wings. I did, oh, yeah, of course they eat your clothes. Yeah, they eat yeah. your clothes. Mate, they're literally just so thick, though. Mom. In summer, you open up you open up your window a crack yeah. and they'll get through. Then you want it to get out because it'll set off your alarm and all sorts of stuff. Open up the whole window. You're like going. <sighs> That's a problem. I to admit. There's a massive window, and it will keep missing and just. I sit had on a problem. I, I kept chucking them out because we had this big sort of dome thing, glass dome, and I kept chucking them out. <laughs> I kept fucking coming back in. Yeah. I was like, oh fuck yeah, it, think. fuck it. Yeah, that was a that was a fun night. Fucking running around catching fucking moths. So moths right, aside, and, and back to the uh, back to the pod. Yeah. So what are your what are your plans now going forward? Um, well, I'm glad you asked me that, Smith. Um, well, it's, and I, actually, I, I was thinking about that, and I was thinking, like, what, like how you, like, how's it going to develop, or what do you see, what, what direction, or you know that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So on the one hand, I'm like, well, next year I'm going to be getting some bigger guests, and I'm going to do more social media. You can start making money out of it because then I might sort of start no. aligning myself more no. <laughs> more heavily for the podcast. Not, not even close yet. Right now, you know, people are like, hey, man. Smith, you're in Jason's podcast. No, no, no. Jason's podcast. No, no, but yeah, but you were in... No, no, no. It's Jason's. But yeah, let me know when the sponsorship money starts coming. Then it'll be I'll like, let yeah, you yeah. Come back Co-founder. Co-founder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do... Is there do... a contract? Did you write a contract? No. I'm going to do the contract same. Between bros. Yeah. The no, contract's on the map. It's cool, man. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to do the same as what I did. You know, I, I, I'm... I would love to say I'm going to get bigger guests and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, but I've really enjoyed it. I think 
many people who've listened to it have enjoyed it. Definitely, I can see that it's I can Feedback see that it's hard. starting to grow. It's yeah. the, the the you can see I can see the numbers of the engagement is going up now. It's and starting the quality to, of guests. I mean, you've got some absolute like legends. Yeah. So, but I'm I'm just going to keep doing what I'm going doing. I'm just mm. going to keep putting one out every week. I'm going to keep trying to talk to people who I want to talk to and mm. and asking them to send people to me. You know, who's who who they think might be interesting. So, therefore, guys, if you guys want to come on the podcast, we'd love to hear from you. We want to hear from people. We want to hear life stories. So I might, want, I might have forgot to clear my phone and that video switched oh, off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite well, possible I did, by now. I did try and address it. But people just say, mate, bro, I couldn't see you on the camera. And I'm like, it's, I think we talked about it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's There's audio a reason. Only. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the thing is, like, on the, if I, even though it's like 50-50 split between audio and YouTube, mm. I, I don't know because I can't tell, but on the audio, I think most people who listen, they more or less listen to a whole episode yeah. or a half at least. Mm. Whereas on the YouTube, it shows you your average watch time. Yeah. Mm. And that can be between five minutes and 40 minutes. Yeah. Mm. So I think on YouTube, and I'm, I'm the same, I rarely watch something to the end. Mm. I watch half or three quarters and then I think, right, I've got, it's like a book, right? I've read the first four chapters. I've got the gist of this. I ain't going to read another six chapters. Mm. It just says the same thing as the beginning. Mm. I'll read the end. What does it say? So the takeaway points are this, great. And I'll move to something yeah. else. See. So, you know, I, I think um, in terms of uh, the, the video side of it, I would love to have a decent camera there, a decent camera here, a decent camera there, someone that would edit all the video for me. I think there are so, cameras that when that person's speaking, it goes, it goes, in, it goes in, that person. You still need multiple cameras. Yeah, yes, of course. Yeah. And, and I still need to edit it all. Yeah. So for those of you listening, it's more important. anyone who wants to sponsor a camera, <laughs> get <laughs> us up. <laughs> yeah, if you want to sponsor a camera. But, you know, if, again, for me, like, you know, I I, I, don't, I I don't say I do it all on my own because you help me, Gosha helps me, you know, people help me, but 90% mm. of it I'm doing myself. And I have to be realistic with work, with training, with going on holiday, with having time off, with days when I think I can't fucking do anything today, I need to stay in bed or whatever. I need to put one out every week. So there's no point in saying I'm going to have three HD cameras and I'm going to do this, yeah, that and yeah. the other because I know after four weeks on the fifth week that won't happen and then I'll have to explain why it didn't happen. Coming back to my being consistent and you know what you're going to get, the camera's there and someone's going to sit on the couch and I'm going to sit on the stool and we're going to have a conversation. That's that I, I, I'm comfortable that I can maintain that yeah, at that the moment. And so more, more of the same. I think that's is the, the key, isn't it? I think you said it earlier, consistency. It's the same with jiu-jitsu, it's the same with anything you're learning or or developing, if you're not consistent, you're not going to grow. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's uh, it's there's a, there's a, a little piece of wisdom that I like, which is that most people <coughs> vastly overestimate what they can achieve in a year, and vastly underestimate what they can achieve in ten years. Mm. You're not going to be an overnight success. No, you're going to have to just keep fucking going back to the mill and pushing the grindstone mm -hmm. but over time if you're yeah. doing the right thing maybe this is maybe this isn't if you're doing the right thing 
over time it will grow. Mm. I like that. I so like I, that. So it's true, though. Know, was it just people, keep doing so what, what I'm doing. people underestimate what they can do in a year? They overestimate. They overestimate. Oh, o- no, they overestimate what a year they can do in 12 months. And underestimate yeah. I mean, 10 years. It reminds me when I did stand-up, people said, well, I've only done stand-up for a year or so, I can't remember, maybe a bit more. And someone said, really, you need to be in this for seven years before you have any sort of breakthrough. Yeah, it's the 10,000 hour rule, right? You let me talk about But um, there are podcasts I've listened to in the past, a very good podcast. I thought the guys, again, they started from scratch, learned the skills, learned the interview technique skills because they got better at it, had interesting guests on. And I thought this is a really good podcast. I listened to it whenever they put out a new release and then it tapered off. And then it was once every four months, once every six months. And you're like, oh, that's a real shame because it had quite a decent following. Mm. It was good. Like I say, the person had learned that art they were developing as time went on. And then they just lost, maybe it's other commitments, you know, but you get pulled in different directions. But I just thought, oh, that's a shame because that, that could be really big now. Or but that, that's why, you know, I, I'm trying to just keep it to what I know I can do. Mm. Rather than saying I'm going to add this and I'm yeah, going to add yeah. that and I'm going to start going to interview people here and I'm going to get do yeah. zooms and whatever, this as long as I can get someone in, I can do one. Mm. No Are you ever short of people? Are you ever like going? Oh, I haven't got anyone I've, in three I've had weeks a, time. I've had a couple of times when I've been down to like I've got one to put out next week and then I've got none left, so I need to book a few more people in. Mm. But I mean, at the moment, like I said, this this will come out as number fifty three. And I think I've got up to 56 at home editing, ready to edit, whatever. So that's three weeks ahead. And, and for potential listeners, like what days do you generally record? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday? Sun, Monday, Tuesday is best. So right. if, if you want to come on and you can, and you can uh, get in on a Monday or a Tuesday, that's perfect for me. I can do Sundays. I can do Thursday evenings. I could do most evenings, but Thursday evenings work for me well. Mm. Um but the evenings is quite difficult for me because I've been at work all day. Mm, I did yeah. I did one on I've done a couple on Thursday evenings, but I did one on a Thursday evening. I can't remember who it was with, and I had a fucking banging headache. Oh, I think you, did you mention it in the in I might the have done. Podcast. I might have done. I, I was I was sitting on the stool, and you if you I can't remember which one it was, but I you'll remember. see one if you're watching it of me just like talking and rubbing the back of my head because mm. it was just thumping. So after work's not the best. I'm no. not. I'm not. I don't have the most energy. You know, when I this work, well, you're I do because I need to. All day, aren't you? As well, I'm talking to people all day, but you know, work I do it because I need to pay my bills, and I it, it requires a certain amount of attention, a certain amount mm. of energy, a certain amount yeah. of concentration. Well, ev- everyone's tired at the end of the day, so this, you just have to go out and do. This what you I do. do because it's like my baby. Mm. So if I do an episode, I want to put as much energy and effort and concentration into it as I can. And after work is, I've got less. You know, what I've got in yeah, the morning or what I've got in the day, mm. if I call that 110%, after work <laughs> I've got 60%, 70%. So I will give it all, but there's less. There's less but, in the tank. That's what I like about it also. That, and I say this to potential guests as well, that look, like Jason's giving this to you. It's an opportunity for you to make your business or your whatever mm. your, you know, the thing about you is. We're happy to let you shine. You know, we're, we're, we're all here as a community to help each other. Mm. And, and also, you know, the things you get out of it. If you're running a business, 
You've got yourself a podcast, a three-hour, two-hour-long podcast. You can chop it up, put it on your reels. You can put it on your own socials. It helps you. And where else are you going to get a professionally recorded with a studio background? I mean, it looks impressive. I mean, as, you, as we were talking about earlier, yeah. it helps the person that and they've been I mean, on a podcast. Not a lot of people have a signed Freddie Mercury poster. Looking at, <laughs> looking at it. I wonder if Freddie had to kill any of his babies. I've actually got now a, a signed Conor McGregor uh, framed poster in the gym. Uh, hey, hey, listen from it. Tom. No, but hold on, hold on. But but I've got it just to sort yeah, of signed. Did that used to be up there? Yes. Tom messaged me and he was like, "I'm I'm going to make the studio only music themed stuff. Do you, <laughs> do you know anyone who wants the Conor McGregor? I was like, obviously, bro. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> I know someone. Me. So yeah, we got a signed Conor McGregor. Gosh is like, well, now we need the signed Nate Diaz one. Like, well, okay, but well. This is what I was gonna. This is what I was touching on just a little, a little bit earlier. That um, what's your view on all these um, these social media type fights, like you know Jake oh, Paul and Jake Nate Paul. Diaz and um, I think Jake Paul and Logan Paul are smart, smart guys that have s- seen the opportunity, got in early. I so well, I don't know if you call them pioneers, but certainly got uh, on early in realizing there was money to be made in social media and creating a presence because they've been doing it for X mm. amount. I'd of say years. they're absolutely pioneers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, but what's your view on? Well, let's say for example, on, on the professional fighters. I'll get that, onto that. Okay, yeah. So I recently watched because I don't really know much about the guys to yeah. be fair because they're not. I'm not someone that watches that sort of YouTube. Yeah. Um, my 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 son, mate, son what, yeah, yeah, exactly. yes, yeah. but not me. I tend to watch jujitsu <laughs> or Star Wars or history. Flow grappling, bro. Um, it seems from watching the documentary I saw that um, it's shining a lot of a, 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 a lot of attention, shining a what light on. It's called Problem Child. I think it's called Problem Child. It's on Netflix. Yeah, that's yeah, his check it out. nickname, right? Yeah, the, prob- the Problem it's Child. It's shining a light on some of the negative sides of boxing and. and and mixed martial arts, you know, regarding pay and treatment of fighters and, yep. and unions and, and blah, 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 blah. Um, and he's also drawing a lot of attention to to boxing. I mean, I don't. people say, oh, boxing's dead, or no, boxing's not dead. I really think boxing's dead because at the moment you've got quite a lot of... Uh, like 10 years ago, apart from Klitschko, I couldn't really name you a heavyweight boxer. At the moment... Mike Tyson, I, bro. Huh? Barry McGuigan, man. But that's, but, but that's like 80s and, and Tyson's 90s. But 10 years ago, so, you know, 2010, I could main, name you Klitschko. That's probably it. Now I could name you more. Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, Andy Ruiz, um, Deontay Wilder, blah, blah, blah. So I don't think boxing is dead because I think there are a lot of household names. But by challenging old, retired MMA fighters uh, and causing a lot of hoo-ha around it. He's got people to listen and people in the boxing world are listening, you know, and, and then he had a fight, well, obviously, with Tommy Fury, which he lost. But Tommy Fury is a professional fighter, from my understanding. He's been boxing on a number of years. Whereas, is it Jake Paul? Mm. He's only been boxing like three years, something like that. So, you know, and he's not... He's not a, a top-ranked professional boxer, but I think he's pretty good for, for the amount of training he's put in. You put him in a ring with another amateur or professional that's only actually been training for three years, for three years, I think he probably does pretty well against them. He obviously is an athletic kid. 
and he can box and he's got, he can punch hard. He can knock people out. So I don't think it's a bad thing. I think if it, if it elevates a sport, uh, then and it gets more money for fighters and better working conditions for fighters. But okay, what about, but what about if I take it from a different angle? Because you're talking from the angle of you know, the Paul brothers, yeah. um, but from the other aspect that if you're a professional fighter, you mm-hmm. spent 10, 15, mm-hmm. 20 years, yep. you know, you're 30 years old or whatever, you spent probably 20 years, maybe even longer, some of them start at age five or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And somebody turns up and says, hey, come on, let's, you know, I want to fight you, here's some money. Like, don't you feel as a martial artist yourself Mm-hmm. That it's kind of cheapening your martial art. Yeah, but if it's made, everyone knows who Tommy Fury is right now. Like, did you know who Tommy Fury was? Okay, six but, months ago? but if it was, let's say, Nate Diaz. Right? I we knew Nate And he made a lot of money. And I imagine he made a lot of money. Yeah, he did. Um, I, I, I get it. I get it. Look, when I was acting, you would sometimes see singers that go, hey, I think I might try acting. And I'm like, no, stay in your lane, yeah, bro. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm an actor. Or you'd see actors becoming yeah, singers yeah, and you'd be like, yeah. oh, that's fucking bollocks, isn't it? Yeah, because you can you can act. Didn't Samuel L. Jackson have a go about um, rappers who are all sort of walking into movie scripts and uh, sorry into movie movie acting roles? Don't know, don't know. But but just on the fact that they were, matter, they were they were famous. It? Doesn't matter. I, I think there's a difference though, because I think I think actually what what we're talking about is the middleman. That's where the change is, and that's where I think the change is yes, a positive change. The yeah. change is the middleman. What the removal of the middleman? Yeah, the removal of the middleman. So you, yeah, you've had in in to. in any industry, yours, mine, yours, etc. There's a middleman, and nothing against the middleman. The middleman has worked hard to get where they are. Maybe it was nepotism. Maybe it was a bit of backhanders, whatever. But there's this guy that sits in the middle and takes all the, the profit. Yep. The guy that does the work gets he's a pittance. And he's getting punched in the head. The audience is is paying out their ass to watch. And the guy in the middle is just taking all the, yep. the froth, you know, off of the beer. Mm. And I think what Conor McGregor was the first person to do it, what Conor McGregor did was to show fighters what they can be worth. So you go into an organization like the UFC and to, to be to be honest, I love Dana White. I think Dana White's amazing. I know some people talk shit about him. But I think Dana White's... Whenever I hear him speak, I just think, this, this guy's amazing. If you want to look at how to win, how to be successful, how to build something, how to, be, how to just be like, I'm right. not going to get involved in this shit. I'm just going to do what's best for the company. That guy's amazing. But... You, you, you have an organization like the UFC, which put on all these amazing um, performances and paid the fighters, you know, quarter of a percent or half of one percent of what they actually were making. And then Conor McGregor came in and said, I'm going to be bigger than the UFC. People, people are not going to tune in to watch me fight in the UFC. They're just going to tune in to watch me fight. And he made... 200 million or whatever he's worth out of basically just building a brand for himself. Mm. And I think that, you know, this was, this was in tandem with, I didn't even know who these guys were, Jake and Logan Paul, because I don't really watch mm. that norm- yeah. bland yeah. social media yeah. stuff. Like this Mr. Beast guy, yeah. never even heard of him till recently, fucking, but he's worth yeah. fucking billion Billions. dollars, right? Yeah. yeah. But I think what, what the, what the social media platforms have done is they've become the middleman but they make their money yeah, in a different yeah. way. 
They yeah. don't they don't share the profit with the artist, let's call them the fighter, the performer, the actor, the singer. They just take the data and sell the data to other companies and that's how they make their money. So as much as as much as we kind of or I kind of like to slag off the social media companies, fucking Facebook and Instagram and YouTube bastards, they censor everything. What they've actually done is allowed people... Democratized. Yeah, they've allowed people to yeah. make a lot of money direct to consumer. So the likes of, of Jake Paul is saying, why do I need to spend 10 years getting punched in the head have a manager, have a promoter, have to give them 90% of everything I make at the beginning and only in the last three fights do I make money when I've already got brain damage but they're telling me, have three more fights, bro, this way you're going to make your big money. No, that guy's making a fucking fortune putting on, honestly, I don't even like boxing, putting on shit fights. When I, I, I can't even watch a whole fight. They're so unskillful and boring but he's generating eyeballs he's generating mm, interest buzz. he's generating yeah. a buzz and i think that is absolutely to be commended because it's kind of again like this medium podcasting is what it's about you get people in and they can talk to your audience directly and there's no one in the middle like i said i pay 19 dollars a month something like that for the hosting platform and youtube is free and I just upload the content and it's there. And if it becomes successful, all the money comes to me and Smith because he's the founder, co-founder. <laughs> but, you know, there's no one in the middle. There's no one that's going to say, oh, you know, I, no. I own 30% because it's this, that and the other. No, it's just you and the, and the consumer face to face, which is kind of how it should be. So I, I, fair, think, I think the fighting itself is kind of a... Of a like um, a, a, a diversion. Additional, yeah, additional yeah you, you, you shouldn't be yeah. concerned so much with the fights as to the way that these guys the are changing, mm. yeah, the way that, mm. that media is consumed. Also, Smith, like, if, if, you're, if you consider yourself a professional boxer, and that's, well, you are a professional boxer, and you've been training for 10 years or whatever, and then Logan, uh, Jake calls you out, and you go, yeah, I'll fight him, and then Jake wins, then you're not as good as at your art as you thought you were you Someone, still made you still made more money in made, one fight yeah and you got and but you then so you can't quintupled be, your social media you presence be, in one night you can't be like hey you're not a real boxer stay in your lane mm. bro type of app actually because hey do you know what either he took you right to a decision which is what happened with yeah, tommy but, yeah, or yeah, or that guy's actually do you know what he's not a bad boxer but you say that but but at the same time, it's not like these guys are having legit fights. Most of the time, they're throwing fights and things like that. Well, my friend says that. He says it's, they're all fixed. Every single yeah, one's they, fixed. They all are. I don't know. Yeah, that, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. watch boxing. I don't know. He's like, he's like, come on, man. Of course it's fixed. And I went, why would Nate Diaz take it? Take it. He goes, he won't. Oh, those those, he goes, those he fights I don't think are fixed. He, oh, he's convinced. I think that's he's why they might be boring. He's convinced. He's like, no, 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 it's fixed. He goes, it's, it's absolutely fixed. No one. So, but what, what if Nate wins? He went, still, it's still fixed, still fixed. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. Think I don't. So. I don't know enough about the sport or the corruption within the sport. But, but you, you remember the Conor McGregor, the red panties? Do you remember that press conference? I think when he was fighting Dos Anjos, mate, it might have been something like that. And they were, he was trying to say like, it's we're both bringing something to the table. And Conor McGregor was like, 
you know, like when you get the call from my people, you you say to your wife, put on the red panties tonight. <laughs> We've made it. We're fighting Conor McGregor. <laughs> it's like, it's not, it's like what I was saying before about watching the UFC against watching other fights, about trying to get people's backstory before asking them the mm. questions. Mm. Like people want that kind of human connection. They want mm. a human story. They want to know like what's behind the fight kind of thing. The mm. build-up is what makes you go and, pay-per-view yeah. or... Yeah, because yeah, you, oh, you yeah. want a heel, you want a bad guy, you want the hero. That's, that's where the value is. The value is I'm rooting for this guy. You know, that's why people totally. love football, right? They don't love football to watch the actual game because half the time it's fucking boring as shit. They love it because of all the build-up. These guys, this team's beaten this time like 48 mm, times mm. and they've never won at home and the manager's having problems with this mm. guy and these guys... Yeah, are, yeah, yeah. And so you know, like, when they meet, like, oh, I want to see what's going to happen. I mean, I fucking hate football as well. But it's, it's the, it's the build-up. Yes, I mean, that's yeah. the... We, 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 as humans... We like the story. We like the story. We like, well, as, as, as creatures, we Everything love stories, stories and yeah. we tell stories. Everything it's is like story. when Muhammad Ali and all of that, Joe Frazier and, and uh, Foreman, all that era, was exciting because everybody wanted to pay to see fucking Muhammad Ali get knocked out. They yeah. wanted to see him lose because he's big mouth. I'm so pretty. I'm mm. going to do this. It's Seems bread like... and circuses, right? That's yes. what keeps yeah. us entertained. Totally, I mean, totally. That's, that's what so we... what, what was your opinion anyway, right? just to wrap up? Yeah. I, I, was, I wasn't a big fan of it because, you know, at the end of the day, oh, they're shit. kind of... <laughs> Everyone wants to see the bottom of your foot. Everyone wants to see your face. These are probably both yeah. by now, to be honest. But. I think this one's still running, right? Hopefully. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that. I didn't even know there was one over there. Yeah. I did see that there and then forgot all about it. But yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. I think, you know, you're basically taking, you know, like, I think all these sports have spent years trying to sort of get away from accusations of being fixed and rigged and things like that. Then you get these sort of social media guys coming. Like I said, look, I think overall, there's definitely, there's definitely, you know, points to be made there that it's positive. Yeah, it helps. It brings more. You know, it, it gets people paid. I mean, Nate Diaz. I think, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't follow it too too closely, mm -hmm. but he was underpaid for many years by the UFC or whatever. Yeah. So good for him. He got himself a payday. He probably, he probably, I don't know. He probably made more on that yes, fight than heard, he's yeah. made in his whole career. Correct. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. One fight, and yeah. he said afterwards, if you watch the press conference, and they were like, "Oh, you lost whatever." He's like, "Bro, I didn't even get cut." Yeah. He said, like, normally... Exactly. Normally he's bleeding all over. He said, normally yeah, my face is yeah. fucked up. Scar. He said, I yeah. didn't even get a scar cut. Damage, yeah. He was so happy. Yeah. Like, it was an easy fight. Yeah. Easy fight, right? You say, oh... Win-lose, doesn't matter. Yeah. Got paid. So Got paid, got eyeballs, got new fans, got his old... His, I'm a fan. I'm a massive Nate Diaz fan. I'm more of a fan. I don't care whether he either wins or loses. I want to see him walk out of a press conference with a with a joint and say, fuck this, I'm not finishing. <laughs> I'm not surprised, That's what motherfuckers. I, like. yeah. <laughs> I just like him. He's just a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to like him. I'm not a big fan of him. I'm not, not. No. Okay, so, okay, so, closing thoughts. Yeah. But yeah, what, so one, one thing that, that, I, that, I, that I was, that I wasn't going to say, but now, now I will say, because we were talking about story. Mm -hmm. So I will tell a little story. Um, and, and it's funny, right? Because, it's, you know, like you have all these weird internal dialogues with yourself. Like, mm. rrr, rrr, rrr. So I was like, I wonder what speech I will give when I get my black belt. All right. And then like the closer I I've get... Done that. I've done that too. Right? <laughs> have you? 
Smith's like fucking Smith's like, mine's, mine's gonna be a Smith's like, like I took my purple belt bitches Smith's like <laughs> I got my black belt belt drop you ain't <laughs> seen me in the gym no more <laughs> that's it done yeah right? done but, but, no, my, my, no my black belt will be posthumous definitely <laughs> it's, really? it's gonna be yeah, really? no yeah not, not assuming I'm ever gonna get one but in my, in my I, head I think it'll come I think I, it'll have, happen eventually won't it uh, whatever but you know in, in my head you know I'm like what you know I need to start planning from now right because it needs to be good because someone might film it and, you know so what should I talk living about living in the future like me always right? living in the future oh, or start no but hold on but just, just rewind slightly why don't you start <laughs> off with why don't you start off with the best black belt speeches you've heard so far? Like, I big up those people. Have I you heard any good really ones? Really, nothing. Okay, because I've any. been around a few where they where they've given them out. There was one guy. Um, well, actually, no. First of all, Joel Rabin's speech. I was. I remember there for that. Joel's. I was there for that. Um, I liked his speech, and it was probably off the top of his head. But then, like you said, we've all been rehearsing in our minds for the last whatever x amount of years. Shout his out to Joel who doesn't want to come on the podcast. Why not? Shout what a out, shame. Bro. Uh, a lot of people kind of say to me like I, I like training I don't like putting myself out there yeah. which is fair enough but, I like you know. Joe I've had some good conversations yeah, super nice I, guy. I miss Joe I think he'd be great, yeah. great there was a I time in lockdown yeah. where I was training with him at Toby's place but since then so I probably haven't seen him for over a year Oops, sorry sorry Jace yeah, his, his speech was good and then there was another guy um, I've forgotten his surname he's, he's at um, Rogers but um, Hodger <gasps> Um, it was, uh, I think uh, he just got his back belt. Um, his surname Bro, Hash, if you're going with Hashmi? Kung Fu, you've got to go yeah. with Hoja, right? <laughs> Hoja. Um, if you're Chinese, you're Brazilian. Yeah, so, I've, so, I've, so I've seen a few, you know, like, like on, on Facebook and stuff like that, where people, you know, and it's been very, very nice. And it's like, you think, wow, you know, I'd like to be able to do one like I've that. I've seen some scripted, like you say, a lot on Facebook, someone's, someone's written something oh. like, uh, I've been training for this amount of years and blah, blah. I haven't really heard any of that. Oh, I've been I'll tell you, great. no, a very good one who you will know, uh, Dave Waters. Yes. Right. And he that said, was quite emotional, right? The one yeah. he I, said did, where, I did watch that. The part where he said, um, you know, every thread in this black belt yeah, is that a was result a good or is, you know, is due to or, or you know, it's due to all of my training partners. That was a good speech. It's a great speech. That was a good mm. speech. See, yeah. he's, he's, he's good about dude. that. I bet that was rehearsed. That was a good speech. He's yeah, a good, good guy. Should good have him dude, on yeah, here yeah. at some point. They said they'll come on, but and, they're, and Adam, they're in on the South Coast. So I said, when you're up in London, come on. Yeah, so 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 I was, so, you know, I'm like, you know what will I? Yeah, I'll say this. I'll talk about that, and and so I I there's a like a little story that um, I was doing for a, maybe like for six months or a year this network marketing thing called Agile. It was like gel based vitamin supplement thing. It was they were quite good, but you know it was it, it was it was a great learning experience of pyramid schemes. And a and B <laughs> a pyramid schemes and B never do it again, but it was a, it was a good. I, I'm glad I did it because I'd always been curious, and then from actually seeing it, you go, okay, these are the benefits, these are the negatives. Yeah. It's not for me, whatever. But I, I'm glad I did it. Um, but they used to do like these sort of presentations and come down and talk, and they used to tell like these cool stories. Like they told that story, you know, the one you were saying the other day about the the farmer with his son, and they get the horse. And then they, they say, oh, you're so lucky you get the horse. And he says, oh, I'm not sure. And then the son's breaking it in and he breaks his back and they say, oh, it's terrible. And he says, I'm not sure. You told this story. I didn't say it. And yeah, then, at the it, gym. No? Yes, you did. No, and then and then the army come and they're going to conscript him. And blah, blah, blah. No, mate. No, right. Mean. I'll tell, I'll I tell, only tell wisecracks. No, this is the horse the size you, of a duck. You told <laughs> this story. It's a good story. I'll tell it I was there. I was no, there. You told it. 
No, I you think he'd it. know if he told it. Yeah, I was well, there. I'll, when I tell the whole thing, you'll go, oh, yeah. Go on, go on then. But I, I no, love no. this. You may as well tell it now. I love it if you're wrong. Okay, so, so there's... <laughs> I'll, just back so you I'll, I'll tell two stories then. <laughs> I'm going to deny it. I'll anyway. tell one, <laughs> one that I had heard and that Smith told, reminded me of the other day, and then I'll tell my black belt story, which is not going to mm. be my black belt story. So the one you told was there's... Um, it's in like feudal China and there's this old man and they're sort of village peasants. And one day this horse like finds its way into his field. And then in the morning, all the other villagers go, oh, you're so lucky like this horse came to your field. And he's like, maybe I am, maybe I'm not. And then the horse runs away and they say, oh, like it's so terrible that it ran away. And he's like, maybe, maybe it is, maybe it's not. And then his son goes and he finds the horse and he brings it back. And they're like, oh, you're so lucky. Like your son found the horse and brings it back. He's like, maybe I am, maybe I'm not. And then the son is breaking in the horse and the horse throws him and the, his son breaks his back. And they say, oh man, it's so terrible. What happened to your son? And he says, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. And then the army decides they're going to war and they come to conscript all the young men to go and fight. And they don't take him because he's, he got, got a broken, broken back, back. Yeah. and they say, "Oh, so lucky you didn't take your son." And he says, "Maybe I am, maybe I'm not." That's the story. It's just you told this the other no, day. I didn't. Maybe, maybe you did. Not. Maybe you didn't. I, I didn't promise you, you did. <laughs> yeah. In lunch maybe class, I did, <laughs> yeah, maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. But <laughs> that did wasn't not. my story. You two anyway. were a beat behind me there, Jason. Like, what was even the point? There wasn't <laughs> even a. What was, what was the punchline there? That was. No, there's I would no never tell a story like that without punchline. The the <laughs> point is that you just you you don't, you don't try know. to assign yeah like a, a good negative or a bad or right. negative yeah. or yeah. you okay. just it be... say it's it is what it is and yeah. then what's my next thing to go yeah. forward right. but, but uh, my onto my black belt story that you're not going to actually so this say. so this yeah. is this this was yeah what I was going to say mm. but the the interesting thing is like I'm on my purple belt now right the 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 more I go up the belts, the more I'm like, I'm literally going to get my belt and say thanks, people. Ain't because no it, surprise, motherfucker. It, it, yeah, ain't <laughs> surprise, <laughs> surprise, motherfucker. But you know, because it, because it's, it, the, I think the more you train, the more you realize yeah. it doesn't matter what you yeah. put around your gi, right? It's just something to hold your gi shut. It's, that's all it is. But, but if you listen to this, Mike Hawkins, he will accept the brown belt. But the, but the, <laughs> I don't give a, I genuinely, I don't give a fuck about. I, I always wanted a purple belt. Mm. When yes, I started I and before I started, yeah, to I me, purple belt was like was the legit. cool belt. Legit, you're you're good, and it identifies you as you. You don't have to tell people in jujitsu. Yeah. You just go, I'm a purple belt, and they're like, oh, jujitsu, because no yeah. one else has got a purple belt, right? So mm. I'm happy with that. And I and I had not to blow my own trumpet, but I had a black belt in kung fu. I've had the brown belt and I've had the black belt and I was mm. just as, I wasn't just as shit, but there's still people that fuck yeah, you up yeah. when you're a black belt, right? You're mm. just still mm. you. You're mm -hmm. you with a yep. few more skills and a bit more experience. So I had this story, which was going to be my black belt story, but I'll tell it now. And like, I, I'd been told this story at one of these agile things. And when they told it, I started crying. And every time I've tried to tell it, I've started crying. And mm. I'm like, yeah, I don't maybe, think I will. Maybe, I've had will. A bit of whiskey, maybe, right? maybe I will. Maybe there. And know, then I was always like, what if I tell this in my when I'm getting my black belt and then I like choke up and can't finish it? But yeah. it's, a, a, it's, a, it's a short thing, right? So there's this guy and he's an old man and he's on his deathbed. He's in the hospital, he's on his deathbed. And um, all his family are there and they're in and, you know, the kids and whatever. And they're all sort of talking to him and blah, blah, blah. 
And then the doctors and the nurses come in and they say to him, they say to the family, listen, you guys should go home and get some rest. He's going to die tomorrow. He'll be fine through the night, but he's, we're looking at his things. He's probably going to die tomorrow. So everyone leaves and this guy's just lying in his bed in this dark room. And he's just kind of lying there and, you know, he's sort of fading away. And then he looks up and he sees all these uh, faces around him. Like I can feel my throat going. He, see, <laughs> he sees all these faces around him kind of looking over his bed. And he kind of looks up and he looks around at all these, these faces. And he realizes, like, like he recognizes them. He recognizes these faces, but he's, he, he, can't, he can't remember um, like where they're from. And he says to them, um, are you my like school friends from when I was younger? Mm-hmm. And they say, no. And he's, he lies quietly for a bit and he says, are you angels and you've come to take me to heaven? And they say, no. They say, <laughs> terrible, right? They say, <laughs> we're, we're your dreams. And tomorrow when you die, we die too. Oh, bloody hell. Well, hopefully I'll get my black belt before you and I'll steal that story. You won't be able to use it. <laughs> Jesus, we're your dreams and we die. I still, I still cry, right? So you've got to just go for what you want. It's a good one. So if I, hopefully, hopefully I'll get my black belt for him and I'll go, can you just look on um, social media? You'll see my black belt speech. And you'll be like, you'll cry I'll watching like, it bro. anyway. You'll be crying. You won't. <laughs> yeah, so he touch- fucking got it before me, though. It's <laughs> so touching the story. It's probably a good time to wrap up, but yeah. I've got to say, there is not a dry eye in the house. It's sad, man. It's sad. It's lovely. It's, it, it, it's lovely. It's a lovely story. You, you just got. You I just got, got an get iron heart. Shit, I don't right? cry about anything, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I won't tell you my black belt. Oh, you'll see my black belt. Yeah, story. when you get your, yeah. when, you want to save it, right? Yeah, of course I'll yeah, save yeah, it for yeah, your black belt. But th- I don't want to do it in front of Freddie Mercury because I just feel <laughs> that he's judging me. That was going to be my story, but then I was like, it, it's you can adapt it, can't you? Yeah, but then it becomes like. Um, like, oh, this is my journey and whatever. And like the closer, the more I train, the more I realize I'm just fucking turning up to train. Nothing more, nothing less. And like I yeah. say, for me, I'm not saying for, for everyone it's different. For me, if, when I get to a black belt, it's another day on the mat. Don't concentrate, new guy's going to tap you. Don't concentrate, yeah, you're going to exactly. have a shit roll, you're going to fuck up all the shit you tried to do. Exactly. Your sweeps are rubbish. You don't catch anything. A strong blue belt is still going to give you you know, that 100 kilo blue belt is still going to give you a fucking... Anyone and everyone. So it's it's not, yeah. you know, so, so well, I don't have to tell it now anyway because I told it. And I still haven't, I still have never <laughs> told it about... You might Brian. find out that Tom's got, Tom got back, he'll come back to the studio. Yeah, he's like, go, oh, sorry, guys. I've got to tell you. I've realised it hasn't been recording for the last 10 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we, what, should we, should well, we... Let's wrap up. I just want to say, has anyone noticed that fucking snail? It has been moving towards me Uh-oh. for the last five minutes. And I'm thinking, fuck, have I made a pact with the fucking devil here? No, no is deal it a snail to the devil. Or is it a pebble? Oh, it's, a, it's a power adapter. You're fucking both looking. Where? It's a little, didn't I? Where you can say, fuck, I should have taken the money. <laughs> I shouldn't have taken the money. Uh, yeah, that's, I think that's a good place to wrap up. Because um, you never know, you might get your blood power in the next 12 months. <laughs> I fucking don't want one in 12 months. That's for damn sure. No. No. I, sure I will be happy when the day comes. Uh, somebody was talking to me about this yesterday. I'll be happy when the day comes. But I just want to be good at jiu-jitsu. Exactly. And yeah, I think even me. if I'm a brown belt and people go, oh, he's an easy roll. 
He's an easy role. Yeah, I know he's a brown belt, but honestly, he's an easy role. I don't yeah, want to be that guy. That. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy. Um, I want to be good at jiu-jitsu. So, and but I'm not it, quitting anytime soon. So, and, and, it, and it's like we said, you know, before, you want to be, you know, you want to be able to defend that belt. You don't want to yes. be like, dude. Every time, yeah, every time I've had a promotion, when I was blue belt, I thought, oh, I must be the worst blue belt here. And it took me a while to, to grow into that. At purple belt, because I was at blue for quite a while, it wasn't such a difficult transition. But I was also aware, I'm sure you had the same, I was like, I'm a purple belt, I don't want to get tapped out by a white belt. You know, so it changes your game, makes you sharper. And it's the same when that brown belt does finally come. I, I don't want to be a shit brown belt. I don't want people to be like... Because there's always a weak a weak person at that belt level um, at, at all the clubs I've trained at. There's, you know, someone has put the time in, they know the techniques, but they're just, for some reason, they still haven't had that Paul Cass moment and they're still struggling a bit. And you don't want to be, you don't want people to be that, thinking that you are that person. Yeah. Like We all know people we've rolled with we've, who've got a belt, they're maybe a couple of grades above us and we're like, Smith. oh, no, not Smith. Because you're not above me. But I mean, when we were at Mill Hill, when we were white belts, there were certain people, very few, very few. But if I mention the names off, off camera, you'll go, oh, yeah. Well, you go, oh, he's not a difficult role. And I don't want to be that person. Mm, yeah. But of course, I'll be happy when those belts come. But see, I'm not sweating it's part it. of the journey. I'm not part. sweating it. I'm like, don't sweat, if I'm bro. shit, yeah, man, if I'm shit, like, so what? I've got plenty of excuse, stock excuses ready. It's, hey, I'm, I'm so old, I'm small. It's not the destination. It's not even the journey. Yeah, I'm just. It's the company. Yeah. Along the it's way. It's the people. It's, it's, the it's people. like, imagine you were in some sort of job like, and you got a promotion. And people are like, why the fuck has he got yeah. a promotion? And you're like, I can't do the job. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going to have to delegate to everyone because I'm Shout shit. out to Beep <laughs> at work. <laughs> But we all know those people that got promoted, don't we, as well at work. And they're like, you're like, they're shit, how the fuck yeah. are they? You know, my partner's always, Rachel! He's just going, Rachel! He's only got that job, or she's only got that job because they've kissed ass for a long time, yeah. but they don't really know what they're doing. That person really should have got the job. You're like, mm. let's wrap it up, man. Let's wrap now up. We're, now that snail? Where's that fucking snail? Yeah, that's a good place to wrap Any it up. Any final thoughts? No, I'm just glad to be a part of this. Yeah. Um, well, I say I'm glad to. Like, I'm glad you're a part of it. Honestly, I know you. I find it difficult. I know you find it difficult. I, I, difficult. Have, I, I never started really difficult like, for you. I always really like listening to your episodes. <laughs> I know a lot of them, I'm here as well, but like the ones that you did when you were that's kind why, of in. That's why you like listening I nearly to them, because you're in them. No, no, because I nearly, I nearly said, do you know one day someone should do an interview where they interview Jason? Yeah. Whether that's me or you mm. or both of us. Where it's just us asking you the questions. And I, that I think I've got. I think but over time kind, I've got out almost. But you stuff kind of had that when you the did ship the shit one. Ships, yeah. So what I say is, I really enjoyed that. It was one of my favourite yeah, yeah, yeah. episodes, yeah. which I wasn't involved in. Um, <laughs> but no, it's. Um, I know you find it difficult, but I, I'm always. I always say to Jace, oh, "Smith coming, Smith coming." <laughs> That's what everyone says to me, honestly. <laughs> everyone, go, no especially Tom, is like. When Smith come back in, I'm like, he doesn't like coming in. He's like, oh, that's a shame. You two have really good chemistry. I'm like, that's what everyone fucking says. Exactly. No, no, I'm, I'm kind of half blushing with my through my through my tan, but um, no, that's nice to hear. It's sure, uh, it's definitely appreciated. But yeah, it's just it's part of my my background and you know various other things, and I'm just not a confident. I'm not a confident guy. A lot of it is. I like doing a lot of them when you're not here, though. So don't worry about <laughs> it. I'm not saying you got to come good. in every time. Good. <laughs> No, but like I say, look, it's been a pleasure to be a part of it, and you know, I'm glad that we're here making this first anniversary episode, and it's um, yeah. and it's been good fun along the way. There's been some learning, 
uh, for me particularly I've, I've just learned things and it's an experience and as we talked about i think on our on our very first pilot episode you know it's um you want to be around people that are doing things like just mm. doing things just doing new things i don't want to be stuck around people who are just static just not mm. progressing not trying things i don't want to be on my deathbed saying oh, i wish i'd done this rubbish we'll try it out and we you know that day we said hey be a mad idea to do this let's try it out and yeah i would have never done it if you hadn't like said let's do it really? i would never let's have do done it. it on my own i, I, yeah. I really? thought of do, doing it so many times but as we've talked about many times on the podcast from having like anxiety and mm. this and that i was like um there's no way i'm going to commit to this and then i'm going to have three weeks where i don't want to talk to anyone and i'm mm. struggling to go to work and i'm going to be fucking doing a podcast but i was like well, if I've got someone else who's a co-host, if I'm safety. having a bad week, yeah. he can come it's in and do one. It's a safety blanket, isn't it? Well, no, it's, it's not. No, no, you find out no, it's a fucking you, magic you invisible it blanket. You think it is? I thought it was, but Fuck but, you, but still, that's that's why I, that's why I did it, and mm. I'm glad I did. But mm. there's no way I would have done it without you. Mm. So thank that's you. It. Mm, thank you and thank you ben for being i think i guess if you're on this one you're probably the second most yeah, yeah. on the podcast you've done the unholy three trophy. or four um, we've done we done one with gosha one yeah one on my, oh, yeah, one my gosha i think four you're on four. one were you yeah no, two of you now is that right i think we i think you've done four you've done four we've done two done or four three together Fuck, i can't done, remember my memory so together bad. Okay. Yeah, and I think we done one. I think we done Le- one. Least with requested guest, but always manages to. <laughs> least requested most there. <laughs> for most for uh, most most re- persistent revisited. fan <laughs> that wants to get onto the couch <laughs> and but, uh, but talk over people. It's <laughs> nice. I think it's nice, right? <laughs> listening to it and being on it. Yeah, exactly. Kind yeah, of fun yeah. being both sides of it. Yeah, I I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know because I'm on all of them. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Um, because there are other podcasts, like I've said before, that I've listened to or people that have recommended, uh, you know, you should listen to this guy's podcast. And I listen to him and then I roll with these people or I, or I have an interaction and I kind of want to go, oh, I would like to come on your podcast. Or I've hinted that, hey, you know, we've got quite a lot in common. Our kids are the same age because it was like a podcast about dads. And, but I didn't want to ask. Mm. I didn't want to go, can I come on? And they go, yeah, I'll let you know, bro. Yeah, I'll let you know, bro. I'll take your number. Uh, but they didn't offer. They didn't say, "Hey, yeah, well, hey, mate, you should come on." So it's it is a unique experience being a listener and a guest. It's nice. It's nice because um, get to be part of the process, and I get to be a fan of it. This was yeah. It must be quite unique. Do you listen to all of them, Smith? Not all of them. Oh, so <laughs> but, then, bigger, but then I, I the question you want to ask is: Do you listen to any of them? Which <laughs> ones? Do you, yeah, which ones do you? Listen? No, but the thing is, I, I don't have the time because okay. I don't. No, that makes I sense. Makes I, sense. I go on a scooter to work or whatever, and you know, like there's, there's no sort of. So right. when I, I was it. on the plane, got to listen to it. It's just yeah, very I few. Like, very the few plane, boss. The plane. The plane. I get it. I get it. All right. Lucky. Let's wrap it. Okay. Thank you for coming in. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening, guys. Uh, th- yeah, thank you. Yeah, shout, shout out to comments as well, right? Make shout out to Reese and uh, what's, what's the what's the time on the clock? It's gone. It's even the clock's three, given up. Oh, wow. three. Is that the real time there? Three yeah. forty-seven. 47. So we've done three hours plus. Rachel's going to kill three me. Three hours forty-five. <laughs> really? I hope you edit this down. How long? Three hours forty-five. Oh, I am no, fucking no, no. dead. 12, it was like twelve twenty. Anyway, yeah, thank you for on. listening. If you if you made it all the way through this one, this is the the longest one, right? Yeah, props to you. Who I don't know who asked about. Maybe the conversation should go on May. longer. There you go. May, yeah. If you ask, if you ask the universe, yeah. it will it will uh, it will <laughs> give you back. 
So yeah, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate everyone that listens. I appreciate everybody that shares, that comments. I hope you enjoy them. I enjoy doing them and uh, I'm going to keep doing them. So look forward to the one year anniversary, a uh, two year anniversary show, which will be in a, another 52 and a half, three weeks time. Follow the podcast on Instagram is the best place at White Basement Pod. And we catch you next time. If you don't deserve my love, you won't get it, no credit. Me over once and regret it, yeah, I said it. Feelings and emotions, I can shed it, re-edit. I'm running from my past, yeah, a legacy.